Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mike M's Weekly Reads. I've been delinquent because I haven't had time to record on Fridays, and that's usually the only time I get to record these. I pretty much record podcasts on Friday and Sunday, and that's it. And sometimes twice on Sunday, one in the morning and one at night. And uh, I try to get as much content as I want out there. I used to be able to have more energy. <clears throat> I used to record more frequently and sometimes during the week. But as old age sets in and the job doesn't let up with uh, hours when you get older, it just piles on more. Um, you have less and less time and less and less energy because of age but um i got an interesting uh kickstarter in the mail today and uh i usually pay for just the basic tier which is interesting it must have hit like one of those uh, uh i forget what they call them incentive layers levels because it hit so much money and it's called lunar smoke and uh it looks like it has a uh, campbell a scott campbell cover and uh, what's interesting about this Kickstarter is it came in a custom comic box. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever seen these comic boxes, but you could take them to cons. They're usually plastic, but this one was a box box. But you can fit, like, multiple comics in it. And it came with art all over the box, which looks amazing. But it wasn't sealed. And... What was interesting is they kind of packed it pretty shitty for a shot glass to be in there. I didn't pay for a shot glass. It just came with the, uh, I guess they hit the certain levels. I didn't pay for a box, so it was uh, nice to get this box. I'm not going to throw this box out because it has all this nice artwork, and you could fit like 20 comics in there. So if I ever go to a con, <clears throat> I usually buy more than 20 comics. But uh, if I'm targeting like higher end comics, it could be like a, a good box to take with me. And uh, I went to the comic shop today and he had bought a collection uh, that had a lot of uh, Silver Age and um, Bronze Age books. And uh, I did pick up a few. I, I picked up uh, Black Panther number 20, or sorry, Jungle Action featuring Black Panther number 20. I am still trying to finish my Black Panther Jungle Action and uh, Black Panther Jungle Action number 22. Um, I picked up $6 million Man number 1 and 2 uh, from Charlton. I, I did confirm complete the bionic woman already and i i've been working i did get the number one to the charlton magazine uh bionic man but this was the actual comic i then bought the uh first appearance of hogan's heroes um which is a dell comic uh for 12 cents i mean i didn't pay 12 cents i paid 24 dollars minus 20 percent discount uh, unexpected uh, from DC Comics, I got number 174 and 171. I picked up uh, Doomsday Plus One, uh, Charlton number five. And 
and Primus uh, Charlton's uh, four and seven. I've never read a Primus, so I'm interested to see what that is. This one's interesting. I don't. I've never seen it before, but it's called Chaos. A matter of fact, I, I need to bring up my database in case I need it. Um, but what drove me to this comic is the cover. It looks amazing. It's like a painted cover, and it's so unusual that I had to buy it. It it has it's a it takes place in a nursing viewing ward in a hospital. And the nurse is running down the aisle and she says, Doctor, the babies, they're all missing. And the doctor says, that's impossible. And the price on this is has a 59 cent price tag. So I don't know like what this is. Um, I, I've never seen it before and it was an odd one. And you know how I feel about odd comics is uh i uh so i'm gonna go look in the indicia because chaos isn't the proper title in my database um it looks like it's star chaos star star which is even more interesting i'm gonna see if it shows up that's that's weird sorry Star, it's from Crusade, Crusaders Comics. Star, Star, Chaos. And I don't see it anywhere. So I'm just going to go through all of the Chaos titles. Chaos and see if it shows up. There's Chaos Agent from Scout. Uh, that one doesn't have a cover. That's from 2021, so it can't be that. 2014, there's Chaos Bad Kitty. The Chaos Bible. Chaos Breaker from Vortex. Chaos Campus Sororities girls versus zombies um, chaos chronicles from chaos comics I'd like to get that one the chaos effect from DC comics I need to get that one it's a humanoids book the chaos effect uh, from valiant the chaos effect epilogue the Chaos Effect Omega. It's all Valiant. Chaos Gallery. <clears throat> Chaos Lone Sloan. Chaos Presents Jade. Chaos Presents Jade Redemption. I would like to get a hold of that. <coughs> Chaos Prince of Madness from First. That one looks interesting. Chaos Punks from Strumhouse, 2009. Chaos Quarterly, I do have those. Chaos Queen Blood Requiem, that's from Titan. Chaos Smiley the Psychotic Button. I should have that, but I, 
I don't, which is interesting. Chaos the Chosen from Dynamite. Chaos War. I do have that one, but I don't remember it. It's uh, looks like it's an Infinity Gauntlet. It says bigger than the Infinity Gauntlet. More cosmic than Annihilation. Since the end of Secret Evasion, Chaos King has amassed an army of alien slave gods. This doesn't sound as popular as Infinity Gauntlet or Annihilation. Who is that by? Uh, Greg Pack, Fred Van Lenti, Koi Fom, and Riley Brown. Chaos War, Alpha Flight, got that one. Chaos War Ares, I don't got that one. Chaos War Avengers, I could sworn I have these. Oh, these are the collected editions, hold on. Well, that one's not... Chaos War, Chaos King, one shot. Chaos War, Dead Avengers, I did buy that. Chaos War, God Squad, Ooh, that one I don't have. And it has Cersei on the cover. I can't tell who that looks like. Venus, Silver Surfer, and Hellstrom. That looks awesome. That's a one-shot. Chaos War Thor. 2010 was that. Chaos War X-Men. Chaotic Soldiers. Yeah, this comic doesn't show up anywhere. And it is in English. I don't know what the hell this is. All right, well, I got to check the phone real quick and make sure it's... Well, the phone call uh, gave me time to research where this is. It's The comic book, even though the Indicia says chaos, it's a, looks like it's a British book. It's published by Chick, and it's the Crusaders number five. Um, the reason I couldn't find it is it, I the title of it says chaos and uh, it is number five and I they have like all kinds of printings no cover price edition there's a, I have the 59 cent edition so I there's it's weird printing des designated by last letter code on the bottom back cover I don't know what that means. That's slash M. And mine says slash C. I don't know what this I don't even know how to read this. So um I don't I don't think I have the first print. And there are no images for the second print. Let's see. That's a sixty-nine cents. And I have an oddball. Let me see if they have a... That one has no cover and <laughs> price. Neither does that one. So is there any more fives? No. Um, 
first print is 39 cents so i don't i don't know what printing this is 105 like it says 105 slash c2 e e u j so it may, might be let's see q u 105 it's 105 j uh it'd be interesting to see let's see my comic shop let's see there if they have all the printings number five that's how i actually ended up finding this 49 cent 59 cent 69 cent no price they don't even have this book <laughs> oh this is such an oddball so the price on my corner is 59 well it's oh never mind it's 59 cents i probably do have it yeah 59 cent is um it says it's four dollars and sixty cents so I, I i probably lost money on this one because i paid eight dollars minus and he, and I probably know because Ed couldn't find this, and he probably didn't do research on it. But um, according to this one, I have the 59-cent version. Uh, and it's not listed in this database, so I don't know what the cost is. That's weird. It's cute. This might be e i don't know how to read this it's the the number on the back says 105c2e-u-j <clears throat> and uh i am just going to put it under dash 13 this is dash it's not that one but the cost is roughly in the ballpark so if you have the original it is 39 cents and it uh, is 19 bucks so that's the one to have but chick comics were comics created by Jack T chick and let's see where it's published uh, maybe it'll tell me it actually says religious comic interesting It talks about the Bible. Oh, this is even more interesting. It says, magazine or any living dead person or institution is intended, and any such similarity which may exist is purely coincidental, with the exception of references to God or the Lord Jesus Christ or direct quotations from God's Word, the Bible, printed in the United States. Uh, so this was printed in California. But it's had so many different versions. I, I have to read this. This, this is going to be something, I tell you. Especially with the cover and what this might be and that, that it's religious. <clears throat> um, here's the write-up in my database. It says, These comics published under the banner of Crusader Comics, not to be confused with Crusade Comics, published as a shy are actually preaching Christian sermons 
thinly veiled as a series of standalone adventure stories, each issue contains numerous scripture passage worked into the dialogue of the narrative with such genres as espionage, horror, and crime drama, as well as biblical stories, Publisher Chick Publications seems ready to single-handedly save the world, one comic reader at a time. Each volume even comes with the warning, this set of books could change your life. <laughs> oh, this is going to be something. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. So I got my regular books. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Looking forward. I've been reading that one like as it comes out. I, I'm so into that comic book. Uh, I got Fantastic Four, uh, number 24. I already talked about the Primus uh, 4 and 7, the Doomsday. So I, I, I covered everything that I got. So that's a handful of books that I got at the comic shop. It was uh, fun visiting today because of the new collection, and I took my time because he was actually really busy. He says that every, when I went in, there was one, two other people, and there were always people coming in and out uh, since I got there. And he said up to that point, it was dead because it was really dreary weather today. Uh, it looks like winter. It actually looks like it might freeze, it, but it's still above 32. It's in the 40s. But it's it feels like really cold. <laughs> so um, that was the scoop. Um, he was selling a lot of stuff. So good on him. I've always been scared to see his bathroom because he's not the cleanliest man. <laughs> Some guy asked to use the bathroom. and He, he was with two girls. And he told the two girls as, <laughs> as they went to the bathroom, you're going to have to hose him off. And I thought that was humorous. But anyway, I'm glad I found I found this particular guy and uh looks like a very interesting comic book for sure. These covers, this guy's a very talented artist, that's for sure. Religious uh This one is dash 11 59 cent. They're not worth a lot, so I could probably buy them on my comic shop for pretty cheap if I wanted to. Scarface one looks really interesting. It looks like some guy taking off his shirt. And he says, ah, my face isn't me anymore. One of them has the Crusades on it, like the, what does this one say? If we make a raid and they are not there, then I will show you what it is to suffer. Colonel, don't you trust me? No. That's an interesting cover. They also have on the cover, it says, Recommended Reading for Adults and Teens. Huh. The Black Cross, which is issue two, has a policeman saying, don't you tell anyone what you've seen. It looks like he's telling like a hippie guy. Number two A, 
has two hooded guys look like they're going to sacrifice a virgin and it says we dedicate this girl's death to satan it's a religious book <laughs> oh god almighty help us uh, <clears throat> one is called the exorcists and this one just has like a demon coming in the window of some guy sleeping shirtless oh god this is so fascinating uh, let me see if I can get anything outside of this there's the one that I showed you and there's one called primal man which looks like it's just about a caveman there's one called the ark probably doing Noah's Ark so that's what I would expect from a, a religious the primal one must be interesting because of the dinosaurs and stuff, but the gift. What does this one have on it? It has a crusader, like in, during the crusades, knocking down a window and a mother protecting her baby. Huh. There's Angel of Light, which just has a an angel on the cover and there's some weird symbols well no they're all symbols of the you know vertigolio that kind of stuff uh, there's one called spellbound which is a candle surrounded by cigarette lighters <clears throat> sabotage it just has the picture of the holy bible on fire Alberto looks like he's kneeling on his knees for his mother at the gravesite. Double cross has two crucifix on it with Jesus on them. The Godfathers looks like it has the Pope and a bunch of priests, but it's so weird. It has the Jewish symbol above one. But he looks Catholic, and then it's got a Moscow symbol and a Nazi symbol. Man, this is... I gotta get these books. Four Horsemen. You know, probably the Four Horsemen of Apocalypse. The Prophet. It looks like an Arab prophet. Um, yeah, very uh, interesting. Um Check publications, man. Woof. All right. <clears throat> so let's see if I have any questions. I might have one. Um, let's go to bookmarks. It's been a while since I've done this, so I might not have any. Uh, questions from Mike M's Weekly Reads. The top current releases that you look forward to reading the most amazing spider-man it's the only one i'm caught up on uh it's fantastic um i'm caught up on batman fortress which is um an elseworlds title if aliens invaded and they're after superman and superman's nowhere to be found and batman 
uh, takes his version of the Justice League to try to stop him, and they sort of annihilate and capture most of the Justice League minus Batman, and Batman has to look to Luther, and they're looking to break into the Fortress of Solitude. That's as far as I am. Um, so that that's a good one. Uh, well, I just lost my bookmark. Uh, so that's two. Um, fuck this place. That's got to make number three as far as ongoing current releases because I that that series is uh, two lesbians um, go to a house that one of them inherits from her aunt and they're sort of cursed to not leave the house and they're they're plagued by zombies and um, aliens and all kinds of stuff it's crazy um, the other question that Dallow asks, thank goodness for Dallow to ask some questions, is you're interviewing Todd McFarlane. What three questions do you ask him? Question one. <clears throat> You've been sued by a lot of people. Um, you know, like Neil Gaiman um, and other people, uh, the hockey guy. Do you have any regrets uh, with some of the suits that you've had, uh, in terms of like the Neil Gaiman, you didn't clearly write up a contract to protect yourself. If he invented a character like Angela, um, did you, was that a hard lesson learned or would, would, if you could go back in time, would you have drafted up a contract? I know you, at the time you wanted to uh, change, change the way things were done, um, and make things simpler. And uh, it, I think in this case it backfired. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, that would have to be because I've read the the court uh, transcripts for the Neil Gaiman versus Todd McFarlane uh, trial. One of the other ones I'd, I'd, I'd like to uh, have him address is uh, <clears throat> does he... Has he changed his mind about ever doing a Marvel book again? I, I know he's going to be doing a Batman book, and he seemed really bitter about leaving, you know, Marvel and never wanting to return, and was bitter when Liefeld and Jim Lee uh, did leave. Does he have anything still against Marvel with the new regime? I'd like to know that. And I'd like to know um, about his sports card stuff because before he created Spawn, he wanted to make front row cards. And uh, there he went after the NHL kind of thing. I, I would like to know, like, and, and there's prototypes of these cards. And um, I would like to know... Uh, his passion for hockey and, and baseball and what, you know, what, what do you, does he think went wrong when he went and tried to license uh, and go against upper deck uh, in the card market? 
like was he already blacklisted because upper deck was um already in their knickers or you know like i'd like to know what how that went down and how that failed and i mean thank god it failed because you created image and you're one of the founding fathers and um created spawn because of it but if things went in the other direction it could have changed the course of spawn and it could have changed the course of your toy company and everything else beyond that because it's like one of those forks in the road and uh please elaborate on this so those are the three questions that i can think of there's probably a lot more um those are the ones that I'd be interested in. So his card stuff, uh, the Marvel, like what does he have against him? And uh, does he wish he would have done something like, like Liefeld who's still banking on Deadpool and Cable? Uh, you know, does he have any of that going on? Cause he helped create Venom Does you know, and some of the other characters, does, does he have any like, popular characters or was he trying to hold away from creating new characters um because he wanted to hold on to them so that was that was a very good question and uh those are the questions I, that this is a great great question dallow um so much to think about like i could do a whole podcast on just those those questions um Some of the other Spider-Man has really jumped out at me. Um, I love Pirate Queen. <laughs> I absolutely loved it, but that's not an ongoing. And, and that I read it really late. That is the bad idea one. I, I thought that comic was like top notch. Uh, and the other five out of five. Well, I'm gonna. I'll take back. Um, I hate this place and replace it with the Mortal X-Men. This comic book, Immortal X-Men, is just amazing, and I don't own it. This is one of the ones that I decided I was going digital. So I, the only ones I, I kept with are Wolverine, X-Men, uh, X-Force, and X-Factor, although X-Factor's done. And then all they released all the new ones like Immortal X-Men, X-Men Red, and all the others. Uh, Legion of X, um, th there's another one, something of X, Knights of X. I I'm reading those, but I'm reading those all digitally. And even today, I, I was thinking of buying the Immortal X-Men's that I don't have, but the comic shop only had one, three, and four. And uh, I think issue two is my favorite issue, which is the one where hope snipers the uh celine oh god that was so fucking awesome uh, it, it was so great um so that's that's what's going down on the the comics and the questions and uh, i'm going to try to get through uh one week of uh comics if not two i'd like to do two because i'm getting so far behind but we'll see how that goes because i'm getting close to the six o'clock period all right we're gonna try to rock with uh three weeks 
but I didn't read much, so that's what made it, it possible. We'll start with uh, August 1st through August 7th. Uh, a total of 19 comics, not good, not bad. Um, it's typically 20 to 25, so it's a little bit below my average. Um, during this time, I was getting close to vacation, and I don't think I was reading that much. And what's interesting is I got lackadaisical on recording what I was watching, and I think my TV viewing went up dramatically. Uh, a matter of fact, during the next week, I know I I discovered... Um, what is that reality TV show? Uh, Naked and Afraid. I'll just take credit for that. I watched a lot of Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid. <laughs> like a ton of it. Um, that's a survival list where they drop a bunch of naked people. Sometimes it's a groups, group of 12 naked people. Sometimes it's two naked people. Sometimes it's five naked people in extreme conditions. And they have to survive from either 21 days or over a month. Uh, 45 days. I can't remember the lengths, but I watched a lot of that. But this co this week I watched uh, read 19 comics, one Opus, three Marvel, two Kickstarters, three Dynamite, seven DC, one Kamiko, one Boom, and one Black Ball Comics. Uh, well, good distribution of publishers. Um, we got the three out of five Monster Massacre special. This was a bunch of crazy uh, monster stories by popular creators from Black Ball Comics. I think there might have been a Keith Giffen. and They had a, uh, a strange style. Uh, I remember seeing about Black Ball Comics uh, in Wizard Magazine and uh, never buying them except I think, there, I think just Pilgrim was Black Ball. Let me see if... I think there was a call just... Pilgrim, or was it Pilgrim? I know it had Pilgrim in it. It was Garth Ennis. And I thought that was a black ball. I know there's a dream one and Keith Giffen stuff and Kevin Eastman. Um, my database is acting really slow since the new upgrade. It got, it seems like it got slower. Pilgrim. If I could spell it. Uh, just a pilgrim. I was close. And that was Black Bull, not Black Ball. <laughs> so I, I don't know where I heard of Black Ball, but I was trying to complete them as a dead publisher. And there's only like, I don't know, 10, 15 comics that you can get. Um... And I'm pretty close to completing them as a publisher, but this Monster Massacre was a crazy one with has monsters with dicks in it and all kinds of crazy Keith Giffen style artwork with Kevin Eastman style artwork with I think you got some Simon Bisley in there. Um, yeah, it's an interesting book. Well, I'll tell you who's who's doing it. Monster Massacre, Monster. Massacre. There's a couple of them. This was the special. And this one was done by Kevin O'Neill. 
Um, he did an epic Marvel, Martial Law, I think. Uh, Dave Elliott, Kevin Eastman, James O'Barr of Crow fame. With uh, art by Kevin O'Neill, Anthony Williams, Robin Smith, Simon Bisley, Keith Giffen, and John Bergen. Let me see if I can get that. Make Yeah, John Bergen. So, uh, yeah. And the other three out of five was Devil's Reign, Superior Foes, uh, number three. This was a three out of five. This one I've liked the least of all. I really like Devil's Reign, that Marvel event. But uh, this Superior Foes sort of is my least favorite, and it involves uh, a bunch of, I don't know what the, you could call them, like Wolverine and Dr. Octopus and from other worlds, except this, I think this was really Doc Ock, and they're after him. Um and how they're relating to Kingpin, and Kingpin is using them, and uh, I don't even think I finished. I think I got one more issue to finish there, but uh, Octavius merges with the Man Thing, Octavius to take. There's a whole bunch of Octavius, is what there is. There's like a Wolverine Octavius, a a Venom Octavius. I don't remember the other Octaviuses, but it's like a multi of Octavius to take down a Sorcerer Supreme Octavius with the help of Wolverine Octavius Ghost Rider Octavius and Hulk Octavius so there was no Venom Octavius I made that one up Hell Sonya 3 and 4 uh, this one's been a mediocre one for Dynamite but it does have some interesting concepts Hell Sonya leads a bunch of Sonyas to stop an evil entity high, high level religious concept involving technology kept me interested in this story the Sonyas find themselves on a plane to hell to try to find a sinner when they find out they are all sinners we got for the four out of fives devil's reign x-men this one was a really good tie-in wilson fix goes after white queen with some evidence from the past that links to her kidnapping and potential murder of a child we have grendel volume two number one well i didn't like uh a matter of fact, I didn't finish. I started reading the Grendel Omnibus because I've heard such great things. And uh, I couldn't even get through it, to tell you the truth. It was a wordy bitch, and it wasn't even like a comic. It was more like text over pictures. So, um, yeah. But but Volume 2 I liked a lot. The Christina Spar uh, takes her son to a kabuki play. And then her son goes missing. She dons the Grendel persona to try to rescue her son and go after his captors. It's such an unusual story, but it was very well drawn and uh, interesting. Um, so I like Christina Spar. Um, I like to read further. We got Mr. Miracle 1 through 3. Uh, this is the move to suburbia to start a family and they're attacked by many foes and have a visit from high father uh, that's the latest series uh, we talked about it in dc spotlight we have galaxy hairs number one this is a uh, evolution uh marcel dupree although he's what i've learned is he's not the publisher he's an editor for them so 
he's been posting some controversial shit lately and they made that clear on Twitter and I, I didn't know that. But uh, he has a lot to do with Evolution and he does good comics and he, he does good editing and he knows how to select these all. So I'm going to pause this and then come back because my wife is calling me. All right. I am back, and uh, let's let's get down because Barb's on her way. So um, we left off with uh, Galaxy Hares. Their space heroes go to the past on Earth to rescue their future prince from getting assassinated by an assassin. Very similar to story, well executed. Uh, they're all African American type characters um, to make it a little unique on the Galaxy's story. Uh, we got Palm. I, that actually stands for something, but I don't re- know it offhand. Uh, Strong Girl kicking a monster's ass the entire issue. And it was well done. I, 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 I did like that. Uh, we got Brood Trouble in big in the Big Easy trade paperback. But this is like only a two-issue trade paperback. It's um, a war has broken out between the Thieves' Guild and the Assassins' Guild in New Orleans. Someone is killing them and stealing their children. It's up to the X-Men and Ghost Rider to stop the Brood Queen. Uh, it's the death of Belladonna. It was originally presented in X-Men number 8 and Ghost Rider 26. Uh, it was such an interesting uh, looking book that I picked that up at the comic shop. We have Deathstroke, Inc., uh, number one through three. Deathstroke, Black Canary, and a young toy man capture criminals for trust. Um, They encounter and take on the Hive, Cyborg Superman, the Weird, and the Queen of Fables, and Cheetah. Uh, They find out the leader of trust is Libra. um, There was a Libra in one of those DC event books. I can't remember which one, but it was weekly. And uh, this is the sister of the Libra. So uh, the next one is from Boom Studios. It's Grim number two. Uh, Jess, with the help of her friends, tries to find out how she died because she believes it is linked to why humans can see her. Death is wrecking a muck and killing a lot is running a muck is what it should say and killing a lot of people. And Jess's boss catches her trying to steal. Uh, Jess is a Grim Reaper, by the way. So if that was confusing. Uh, that that explains her relationship to death. We have uh, D- Disturbed. Down with the sickness. All the people on the left, fuck. All the people on the right, fuck. But the, the band uh, from Opus Comic, Dark Messiah... Uh, this is the firefighter Griffin DeSantos finds himself in the future. Mr. Keck has taken over the city with the automation and framed his chief, the fire chief, and friend for arson and crimes they did not commit. Now possessed with the powers of disturbed to seek revenge, the soldiers Mr. Keck uses are innocents and they are programmed and one of them kills his friend Kyrie MacArthur. Uh, the next one is a dynamite book. It's a five out of five. So the five out of five started with Disturbed. And uh, we have Red Sonia number two. Uh, Red Sonia is injured and brought back to health by Samosh. This was a really good 
issue. I, I'm really digging Red Sitha because that's a comic book as her as she's an adult. But in Red Sonia proper, she's a child and Red Sonia's protecting her. Red Sitha believes this is her new family, Red Sonia and Samash. And uh, but when Sonia is back to hell, she takes Sitha unwillingly to a person who's going to reunite the mother with Sitha. Uh, it's not so. He turns her over to the sorcerers, and when Red Sonia wants her back, she is attacked. We have Robin and Batman. This is the Jeff Lemire story, number one. It's a telling of when Dick finally becomes Robin, meets the Justice League, has adventures with the Teen Titans, and saves Batman from Killer Croc. I actually think that was one through three, and I didn't take credit for all of them. So I'm going to do that. That was all three. So I'm going to add two more DC to the total, which is good. It makes the numbers look better for that week. Uh, we got nine. And that takes us up to 21 books total. A little bit better. Sometimes I miss stuff like that, and I really have better scores than originally planned. Um I was at the cabin on this vacation uh, that is the next week, which is August 8th through August 14th. And at the cabin, I read Chainsaw Man number four. I thought it was a three out of five. I'm starting to kind of lose interest. Um, but I, I've i told myself, because I've tried to go manga, that I would like to finish a manga. And I'm going to dedicate myself to finishing Chainsaw Man. But I, I just like it. There, there's some threads I like. It's a little goofy and s sexual. And it's about a demon that works for a demon corporation. And they have to take out other entities. And he's a horny Chainsaw Man demon. So uh, it always has these weird things like, I'm going to touch a booby. And I'm going to get a kiss. Uh, there's a scene where she he kisses a girl for the first time, and I think she was drunk and she vomited in his mouth. <laughs> there's just gross shit like that. Um, so that week I had only seven comics. There was one Viz, which I just talked about, four Marvel and two DC uh, for a total of seven. And the the four out of fives were Deathstroke Inc. four and five, Black Canary working with Oracle to take on to take out the organization that she works from, and Deathstroke fights with her. We found out the leader they are following is Libra, which I already talked about. This leads to a fight with the Legion of Doom and Prometheus. So it's, it's a very interesting story in that it's very. Um, high octane adventure um and and well told dynamic artwork so um i'd recommend it four out of five uh the next one is x factor volume one number one through four uh this was incredible rereading this i, I read this uh on my ipad because when i go on vacations most of the things that i read are on the ipad and uh, so much happened. Angel, Iceman, and Beast leave the Defenders. Uh, Gene back from the dead. Uh, that's Gene Gray. The formation of X-Factor, all the original X-Men. Scott leaves his marriage. 
and Hank is captured by a former scientist and cured of his second mutation. And you're introduced to Artie and the guy, you, you learn that the guy that captured Beast is um, Artie's father and he was in, introduced with Hank in Amazing Adventures and had something to do with him getting the blue hair. So it just, uh, it was fantastic, um, amazing. Uh, we then get into the week from August 15th through August 21st. We had a total of 10 comics. We had one Marvel, one Kickstarter, two Image, three DC, one Dark Horse, one Behemoth. Um, I, I decided to keep filing Samaritan comics with Behemoth because they bought Behemoth, and I didn't want to separate them because the titles uh, would split across numbers, and it, it doesn't make sense. Some of them start over with Samaritan but uh, I decided to keep them with Behemoth. So if I hit, it, uh, it's Behemoth slash Samaritan. We have one from Basement Comics, which is Cavewoman, my first actual Cavewoman comic book. Uh, we'll start with the three out of fives. We had Cyberforce, Strike Force, Opposing Forces number two. I didn't read number one, but I, I bought this and uh, was curious because I like a lot of the early image stuff and some alien life form is posing as one of the members of strike force blood bow and uh, this causes the team of the two teams they deal with the alien and the alien race of shapeshifters and it's by steve gerber and billy tan so <clears throat> before steve steve gerber passed away he did some image work and i don't know if this was before hard time that he did for DC Focus, or if it was after. But, uh, yeah, we got Red Man number two. Uh, this is Kaiju stuff. Uh, it's a three out of five, whereas the other one I think I gave a four out of five. It was not as striking as the first issue, but I will ride this one out and see how it turns out. We have Gengar and Shredder. This is a Kickstarter with a girl and her dinosaur. Uh, they fight another guy with a raptor, uh, so it's like girl with a raptor, guy with a raptor, and they fight. And she might have actually got Shredder killed. It looks like at the end of issue two, Shredder might be dead. I don't know if they've solicited a number three yet, but it's supposed to be continued. From DC Comics, uh, this was Doom Patrol 121, which was the original Doom Patrol. Uh, volume 1 that continued from uh, what was the title they continued why don't I not know it I want to say journey to why can I not remember I'm just going to have to look it up because it's going to drive me crazy and I have a brain fart so uh, I will let you know in a second by typing doom patrol because it will come up is volume one and it should say continued from my greatest adventure i i just had it at the tip of my tongue and i couldn't remember it so at 121 it was the end of the doom patrol and will captain zal and madame rogue be the end of the doom patrol it, it was a fantastic last issue um but not as good as 120 we have profit remastered this was profit number one 
very similar to OMAC in my opinion, but the remastered edition, so much fun because it has the art that Liefeld did inked over by many different inkers. Um, I, I, I wanted to mention that um, I really liked Ali Garza for sure, the way he, he inked over Liefeld. And you wouldn't be able to tell it was Liefeld. It actually looks like Garza art. So it, it's fascinating to see the process, especially for someone that has just recently stated how important inking is and um i never really realized it until i started ex seeing like keith giffen inked by so many others and which ones i liked and which ones were not as good <clears throat> and uh now we don't even have inkers a lot um it's mostly the artist and then the color artist so if there is any like line work that's done after it's done by the color artist and i don't prefer that i really do prefer inkers uh adding the detail and keeping the original artist's uh vision but but it was interesting because you could have like artists that make liefeld's art look like liefeld and artists like tom Scholey that it really looks like tom Scholey. so it, it it's a fascinating thing to see uh especially if you've ever wondered like how important inkers are. These, these these things are really great to see. Uh, we got Boris the Bear number one. Uh, I just witnessed Boris kill Cerebus, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Radioactive Black Belt Hamsters, and many others. Ambush Bug, Captain Carrot, and many others. So it's, it's basically a parody about all the talking animals in comics. And uh, it just sets them off. It makes them angry. So that's a that was a dark horse um, book. We have Omega Man number one. This is volume one. The Omega Man deal with the Citadel, and we get introduced to the many characters. We have Doom Patrol 120. It's a very cool issue of Doom Patrol. Uh, you got to see Robot Man and three other bodies uh, as they went to try to stop an adventure in space. Uh, if I remember somebody was driving some object uh, crashing satellites into the earth and uh it was up to robot man to stop them and he he like launched himself in space with negative man and something happened where he ended up back on earth and the chief had to give him like three bodies where he could go into it and use it to attack but it was really well done we have Cave Woman Outlaw. This was Cave Woman Goes Out to the Wild West. There is nudity and stuff. And it, it was black and white. But it was just a fun issue. It, it was just goofy as hell. And uh, there's dinosaurs and stuff. And she's very sexy. Very heavy. Uh, Big-breasted woman. Uh, with a with a crazy build. She's, she's got quite the the body. Um, and she's an adventure in the West. So uh, there you go. We had uh, X-Factor number five. It's the first appearance of Apocalypse, and they throw down between the mutant drug addicts and X-Factor. Uh, so I think that wraps me up, and uh, that that was for um, week August 15th through August 21st. So... 
I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank uh, Dallow Spicer for the questions. That was a really good question. Please send me uh, more questions. Uh, I, I, it helps the show, and uh, I like to answer them. If I don't get any, I'll probably have to make some up of my own. So please send them. And uh, I'm sorry this hasn't been uh, targeted on schedule, but every now and then I get a Friday and I can hopefully catch up like I was. Like at one point I was like one week behind. So I got really close and now I fell farther behind. But I at least gained three weeks. And if I could do another one next week, I can gain another three weeks and then be closer to being caught up because that would take me to September and now we're in October. So uh, we'll see how that goes. And maybe there'll be a weekend where I can hammer out another episode. But uh, you can reach me at Twitter at Mike Myers Brunch. You can reach me at geekbrunchpodcast.com. And you can leave comments at geekbrunchpodcast. I have to approve them so I, that they're not spam. Uh, but I prefer them on Twitter because uh, that's where I check all the time. You can also send me email, which I gladly address, at mike at comicbooknoise.com. I, I do reply to all the emails. Sometimes I get requests for reviews, and I don't normally reply to that or request to interview a creator. And I'm just not into interviewing creators. I like to interview people like collectors and stuff, but I don't like to interview creators. I don't even listen to podcasts that talk to creators. I don't know why. I I can't tell you why. I, I've listened to a few. I can't say that I've uh, eliminated entirely off. I, I've listened to a couple, uh, but I don't prefer those types of podcasts. I prefer podcasts that are a little chaotic like me. <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't like the same questions and you know, what are you working on and tell us about it. And I, it's usually the same formula for an interview, but, um, that, that's how it, Mike at comicbooknoise.com. Send me email. And, uh, on Facebook, we're geek brunch podcast with spaces in between. You click, you can click the like button on that and follow all the episode threads there for geek brunch, geek brunch retrocast and Mike M's weekly reads. Uh, and then you could also follow the DC noise podcast.com. And that's where me and Kyle do DC spotlight. And, uh, you can hopefully hear me on Marvel noise number 400. So keep an eye out for that if if it comes out and he decides not to edit it. It will be about half hour. If he decides to edit it, it could be like 5 to 15 minutes. But uh, <clears throat> once he releases it, I'll release that. That's me and Daryl uh, talking about Marvel Comics <laughs> for about a half hour. So um, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again hopefully in a week. And please, 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 please send me, uh, you could send me DM or you could send me uh, at Mike Myers Brunch and say, I have a question. What I end up doing when I do get those is I bookmark them. Uh, so I, I go through my bookmarks later and I have them for the next show. And uh, we'll go by, we'll play it by ear. But uh, thank you for listening and I'm going to wrap this one up. Take care. 
and bye.